two, one, mark. mark. <laughs> well, are we already recording? Yeah, we're recording. Oh, awesome. <laughs> okay, so welcome. This is the first time we've ever done this live. So well, that's not cool. live, but in person. In person, oh, yeah. In person, live. <laughs> One <laughs> microphone. I don't have to edit <laughs> anything. Microphone. This is going to be great. Um, we should do <laughs> introductions first. So let's start. Uh, all Leland, and then we'll go around to my left. Just you don't yeah. know on now the podcast, that, but now that you've said my name, I don't really need to introduce myself. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we'll I'm, I'm Leland. I'm a BAGD. Um, I'm Aaron. You should know me. If not, why don't you listen to the other ones? Uh, I'm a BAGD, and I do the editing and stuff. I am Jess. I'm in the BFA program. Who? Okay, um, I'm Anthony. Oh, do you have any more? Okay, okay. I don't. Yeah, I'm Anthony. I'm in the uh, RTIS program. I'm Kai. I'm in the BSGD. I'm uh, Anderson. I'm also in the BSGD. And I'm Josh. Uh, I'm going to be in the computer science and game design program. And something awesome tonight, we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself? So I'm Benjamin Ellinger. I'm the director for the game design degrees, both the BAGD and the BSGD. So I've been teaching at DigiPen for about 12 years, and I've got a background as a game designer and as a programmer for over 20 years in the game industry. Also, really glad to be here on the podcast, and it's great to you know, talk to you guys. I'm really glad to see that we've got both BAGD and BSGD you know, sitting here at a table talking to each other, being cooperative. And I mean, I, I don't know if it'll last when we get to the point where you have to fight to the death <laughs> to get a degree. You don't know what happened after I mean, <laughs> But, but we, you were told about that, right? You do have oh, to yeah. fight you know, yeah. somebody for another battles? degree yeah, to get out. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Cause, <laughs> but sometimes forget to mention What is that, like a 50% survival rate? <laughs> yeah, well, see, I mean, the graduation rate, that's what it's about. I mean, <laughs> people think it's dropouts. Yeah, <laughs> quite so much, right? It, there's yeah. a big old graveyard. I'd like to point out for everyone at home, this is the first time we are going to have someone on the podcast that actually knows what they're talking about. <laughs> 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 oh, man, what a first. And, like, uh, I think everyone said before the podcast, we are very grateful that Ben was able to join us. And for the, about the first half hour bit that we're doing tonight, um, it's just going to be all about Ben because, you know, he knows what he's talking about. So saying that, how about you, why don't you just go so, more into what it is being directed? Yeah. Well, so what that means is I'm responsible for the curriculum overall. Now, I mean, it's not literally that I'm the only one responsible. There's a lot of other people at the executive level and the faculty here that contribute hugely to everything we do in our degrees, and we have a lot of procedures to improve programs and to decide exactly how they should work. But ultimately, for the game design degrees, I'm the one who's really responsible for making sure that the right classes are being taught in the right ways at the right times, and it's really being effective in both getting the students to the skill level they need to be and being able, of course, very importantly, get jobs in the fields that you're interested in. So that's my fundamental responsibility as director. Right. Awesome. Um, and, uh, I wanna, so I'm not going to lie. I did a bit of research before <laughs> the, the moment I heard, oh, yeah, the director of your uh, your entire program for the next four years is going to be the podcast. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of poured over your DigiPen, like the website yeah, thing yeah. of you, and I Googled you a couple times. But for everyone here and at home, what have you done? Not just what do you do here, but what have you done? What 
cool things on your badge can you flash that you've done? Well, so I've been in the game industry for quite a long time. I started actually just right out of high school when I was 18 at Steve Jackson Games in Austin, Texas, which is where I grew up. And that was doing paper games. So I was doing things like GURPS. I was doing Car Wars. I was actually an editor for Auto Duel Quarterly, the Car Wars magazine. I ran the World Championships once. And so that was great. I mean, you know, it was neat. That was the first time I'd ever gotten paid to do anything related to game design. And I got paid an entire quarter per hour over minimum wage. (laughs) It was fantastic. I mean, none of this minimum wage stuff. An entire quarter per hour. Man, that that adds up. Yep, it does. And so, but it was a great first job to have in it, right? Because I got to work with people games I'd played and uh, in fact strangely enough in that job another 18 year old who I was working with is Steve Beeman who is now the networking instructor here at Digipen <laughs> <laughs> and so we've been friends since high school small world yep yeah. and so it's you know, normally I'd worked for his companies for a while this is the first time I got to hire him <laughs> and so there you know I start there and then I've had background a lot of there has eventually moved into digital games so I still always have a love for paper games. I'm still, I got a role-playing game that I'm working on as a paper one. Whenever I get spare time to do it, still working on that. There's even DigiPen students here who've been playing it. Uh, and so I've got a new version close. Uh, you know, I'm going to get it well, this summer. I'm going to get a new release of it. Um, but I've also got uh, a background in the digital side where I've done things that have made several real-time strategy games with both designer and programmer on it. I've uh, worked on a, a variety of just uh more casual game kind of uh, situations. I've done even some non-game stuff. But then I also worked at Monolith on uh, as a contractor on Matrix Online. I worked at uh, on uh, Ultima Online also as a contractor. And then I also have worked at Microsoft, and I worked there on things like the Fable 2 pub games. I worked on some casual uh, games. I worked on, uh, I also did the Secret Connect prototype project. And so if you ever oh, use to connect, you know, there's, I'll always say that. And people say, it's like, oh, the connect prototype. Oh, Natal. Yeah. Right? They know the code word. I go, like, no, no, no. Before Natal. <laughs> this, this is called uh, Deep, it's really called uh, deep, ski, deep Sea and Sky High were the two projects that we did. We're preliminary short one and then a longer one. And we're you know, Deep Sea because it can see depth. Sky High was because the second part of the project was to try and put together in six weeks a demo for E3 using this prototype connect to or where the Sky oh. High was these like we think it might in theory be possible <laughs> so we're like we'll give it a shot okay just, so. a, just a question because now they're on the subject of like you working on the connect yep uh, I presume you kind of heard the feedback on the Kinect. How was it? Was it correctly placed, or were you guys trying to do like something more with it? Well, so it's an interesting thing because we were over in the game group, right? So that's strangely enough in the same building that DigiPen is in now. So when I talk about doing this Kinect prototype project, I mean when we were in Plato earlier. That's where I personally gave the demo to Robbie Bach for it, right? It used to be configured differently. But, I mean, this was that Microsoft building. And so then DigiPen got it, and so now we're, you know, DigiPen is here, which is hilarious. <laughs> but, but so when we were doing that initially, it was just a speculative thing where they were trying to figure out whether these infrared depth sensing cameras could actually be used for good purpose for gaming purposes. So they went to the game group, which was us, and said, can you do something with this? 
There were two different types. It was the PrimeSense and the 3DV, both made by Israeli hardware companies, which is, I mean, and they even knew each other. It was, it was very strange. So they, we got uh, hardware prototypes of each of them, used them both, and made a variety of demos, tried different things to see what we could work with. And then we made some really cool stuff. But the problem was... It took just the right person who knew exactly how to do the demos to make them work. You had to have the person the right height. You had to know exactly what not to do. And so I would do demos, but if somebody else stepped in and tried to do them, no good because their, their height's yeah. a little different. They move their hands differently. And so in the end, we couldn't do the demo at E3. That's why you never saw anything like that. But we could see the potential. It was like, a, this, this is cool. This really could be interesting. So what we told them is, it's going to be two years before this technology gets to the point where it could be worthwhile for consumers. And then we're done. We go back to making games. And so then, a little bit later, they announced the project of Natal. I don't have any inside knowledge of this, even though I'm still working at Microsoft. And so they announced Natal. I was like, hey, they're doing the depth sensing stuff. Cool. And me and the other guys who worked are immediately going, which one did they use? PrimeSense or 3DV? We don't know. We said to use PrimeSense. But did they? Did they listen to us? I, we don't know. Finally, they, they do a shot of the actual device, and we go, it's PrimeSense. We can tell by the shape of it. <laughs> so the first Connect, Connect 1, was the PrimeSense technology. So great, it came out. You know, you had actually a good bit of success as an add-on success rate, right. right? I mean, it worked really well. But then with the Xbox One, they integrate it and make it part of the normal thing. And when we see the first screenshots of that, it's like, oh, they've switched to 3DV. We can tell because it's a different shape. It does a projection of the infrared a little differently. And so when we saw that, I was like, that's interesting, especially because the reason we said don't use 3DV is because it's a lot more expensive hardware. Hmm. And that really wouldn't be a good idea in a piece of consumer hardware. In fact, it would probably, even at that advanced point, add another $100 to the price, which probably wouldn't be a good idea. Turned out it wasn't a good idea. It was a right. terrible idea. The Xbox One had terrible pre-orders, didn't it? And Compared it's because it's hundred dollars more, yeah. right? I mean, it's, it's that's a rough it thing to go up against. Got the Kinect, like, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact they still ended up buying one with the Connect. But <laughs> and, and the Connect is cool, but so many people are price sensitive on that. You can't have I mean, your can't major the competitor do it. Yeah, and then there, God, then there's the launch. And remember, on on the launch, it had to be on for the Xbox One to be working. It's just like, seriously, right? I mean, Microsoft is secretly watching you. Like like if I'm playing a game where I'm talking to someone and my TV's projecting the sound, and they're like, "Oh, uh, my Xbox is like this," my Xbox would be like, "Would you say?" Yeah. And so it's cool technology, but they made some mistakes in how they rolled it out. They, the, the making it not optional for $100 was a mistake. If they had stuck with the Prime Sense, it probably only would have added about 20 bucks at that point to mm-hmm. it. That might have worked, right? Yeah. And sure, the Prime Sense might not have been as good as the 3DV, which would be a real problem because you're going up your connect against your Connect competitors that, wait, there are no Connect competitors. <laughs> <laughs> how will anyone know? Right? It, so it well, I mean, seems like a strategic mistake. Uh, they tried yeah. and, and another thing is that the software base just did not connect with anyone. Actually, yeah. here's another question, because obviously n- the Nintendo Wii, with all the motion sense stuff, came out, but like, what, what was it, like four years before the Kinect, actually, four or five years before Kinect had shelved? Well, that one it, still had a controller. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's pretty yeah, different. Yeah, I know, it's different, but I mean, like, was the idea of motion control, motion sensing in games without controllers, 
Did that guy's did that idea come to you guys because of the Wii success? No, why are you uh, saying that? What are you implying? Are you implying <laughs> we're just reacting to what Nintendo is doing? No, of course we're not. Why, why, why do you think that? No, no, no. We came up with this idea completely independently. Oh, I see it had Cap nothing to do. What, what is this Nintendo company? Do they make games or something? And hilariously, that was the official line. The official line was that it has nothing to do with that. It's completely not true. It was unquestionably <laughs> a reaction, a direct reaction to, to Nintendo no, putting out the Wii. Like what I saw with the pla- with that PlayStation, I can't. Was the PlayStation, PlayStation Move. move. Oh. That that was just obviously that that was completely direct. They just added a glowing ball. They just added a single glowing ball. Does doesn't their technology actually use the ball to a certain extent? Don't it they does. have a camera that yeah, watches it the light? Makes it a lot easier to detect it because it's, uh, it has that glowing. And ball. Right, because that's that's why the VR works too. Yeah, and the PS4 has. The PS4 controller has Maybe that light too. That's yeah. how some of their motion stuff works. With um, that. Okay, so this is gonna. Everyone is gonna at home is gonna groan. Uh, but here on the podcast, we have this horrible tendency of always coming around to VR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, uh, price sensitivity. Because because you seem to have a much better sense of the industry and technology and price points and stuff like that. Which headset between the PSVR and the the Oculus and the Vive? Which one do you think? Or Hololens? Yeah, let's say I was talking about before. You want to talk to Microsoft and bring the Hololens? Well, the thing is, right? Yeah, and and, and I'm actually uh, I'm going to Microsoft to get a demo of the Hololens. Right, that would be cool. The Microsoft is is right nearby the Digipen campus, and so and we and me, various other people here, we used to work at Microsoft, and so uh, one of the things is since I've done the Hololens release, we're going to go get a demo from them and see what they got. But uh, and and we even have, I mean, we we have people like Chuck Walburn comes by and you know helps out with the senior game classes. Uh, that's a guy who wrote a good chunk of the DirectX SDK. So there, there's we have a lot of contacts in there with them and Nintendo and other places. But when we're talking about the VR stuff, right? There's always this temptation to think that it's going to come down to you know which one's the best experience. And while I haven't tried Sony's, I've tried the Oculus Rift and I've tried the Vive. The Vive's really good. We've got a student team doing it right now. We got one upstairs on the third floor, and. It's super cool. It's really wonderful. I mean, the Oculus Rift stuff, they've now got the head tracking and all that stuff, uh, you know, a lot more solid. So that should be really good Mine as well. Though, well and, and, and it is cool, right? But the problem is, if we're talking about success as a commercial product, oh, my money's on Sony. Right. Now, mind you, I say that, and I haven't even used Sony's device. I haven't What's even tried draw? it. The How thing much is, is brand name is it's a part of it. I bet. Yes, without and, a camera, 460 and, with a camera, and, and, the, okay. and that is huge, wait, right? Wait, the, there, the, the wait, price points like, are gigantic yeah. on this because yeah. you're not. When you talk about a lot of people, like you're, you're people who are going to go to a game school, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you're not normal consumers, <laughs> right? And so. I'm the person who owns all the next. Oh, I yeah. know you. PlayStation Four, Xbox One. Right. I mean, this is normal people. Mo- if mo- if mo- they mo- normal people if they are interested in a game console are trying to decide which one to get. Here we have people going, it's like, why would you choose in the mall? Right? I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, you're, you're in a different Xbox world. I would for a PlayStation for, like, My personal reasons is the PlayStation controller does not feel as right as the Xbox controller. Well, the yeah, Xbox just fits that, in your that's hand. One of the biggest complaints. It feels so nice. <laughs> really? Yes, okay. this is yeah. perfect. Let's, this is how it Can we get back on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but, but so, so here's the thing. So, so the reason I'm bringing up Sony, even though I haven't used their device, right, is because 
if you look at Valve, right? So Valve is a very good company. It's lots of good money. people in it, right? They got plenty of money to do stuff, right? It's all great. But what is their fundamental expertise? Software. Software. And software distribution, to right. be specific. So <laughs> Oculus Rift. So, so, so who, who ultimately owns like Oculus Rift? Facebook. Facebook. What, what is their ultimate the expertise? Box. Social networking. Social networking and software. Social networking and information. So does, is Sony used to making consumer hardware? Yes. yes. Yeah. They are the top company in the world for consumer hardware. And so because of that, that you means me. they can potentially get the volume that's needed, get it down at the price they need, and even if their experience ultimately isn't quite as good as the Vive or the Oculus Rift, that matters. It matters a ton. They have the retail channels for this. They have the way to get the price down. They have the way to have less manufacturing defects and problems. Yeah. And so... I mean, that doesn't mean they'll win. It doesn't mean it's automatic. But that's where I'd put my money because Sony is hard to beat. Here's another good question. Do you think there will be a quote-unquote winner? Or will we get a console war or something along those lines where you have the people who are going to buy this better experience, but well, the PS4 is cheaper? But for VR. But, but, like but, a PC but versus console. But, 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 yeah. this, but this is an excellent exactly. question, yeah. right? Console, console, console debate. Also, you can if go. Valve makes a game specifically for the Vive, I think because Valve is... Valve's games are legendary. I mean, yeah. everyone would be like, oh my god. But, but, but remember, <laughs> but, but, but even if you, want, you, the you say that, like three came out of the Vive, nobody would care. Sure. Okay, listen. But right. Valve's, Valve's games like are legendary, that. but unlike Sony, which doesn't have any games, people are like, oh wait. <laughs> oh, they do, right? Now, yeah. Oculus Rift with you know Facebook, they've got a little bit of a problem there, right? Because yeah. Valve can prime the pump with you know the Vive because like, they're Valve. Sony can do it, and Sony is. Sony is throwing so much money at their first-party guys to put in VR experiences for their device, right? They're throwing huge amounts of money at it yeah. behind the scenes because they can. They have this incredibly powerful first-party network. And so all of that makes it where that's very powerful. But your point about, you know, wait, is one going to win or not? It's not quite so clear, right? I mean, yeah. is, is, VR, is a VR device fundamentally a platform or an accessory? Because if it's an accessory, lots of people can do well in it. If it's a platform, it tends towards one winning. But it's a kind of weird mix. In response to the question of whether it's a platform or an accessory, the idea that it would... Mainly Oculus is kind of trying to aim it for a platform because they have so many exclusive games specifically for the Oculus. And that inherently segregates And and this is the way Facebook would want it, right? Exactly. I have... I mean, I tried the Oculus at PAX and understand, like, I, I was, this was, this was a, this was a, two years ago? No, this was a year ago. And, ones. <laughs> and uh, it looked really bad, and yeah. then I was able to try the Vive because there was a tech demo that was going through Boston. So, well, um, remember DK one versus a Vive. I mean, oh, yeah, Vive DK, destroys DK one right? between but, but, DK one and DK two. But 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 the actual released, you know, uh, the actual released Oculus Rifts are a whole step beyond their original ones, and so yeah. that that is much more comparable mm-hmm. to the Vive. I, mean, I think last year at PAX East it was DK two. Oh yeah, so, I stood in that yeah. line for a while. Yeah, you had to go I, online and or something like that because my dad did it. It's like mm-hmm. I want to try the Oculus Rift, and so. I made my dad wait in line for too long. I, de- I definitely believe it was a DK too, so it's a little bit more of a comparative experience. But the, the, the release version of the Rift is still it, an improvement. It, it, and quite, and of course, it, the head tracking, right? Yeah. And, and this that, is that's a big th- this is critical. So I mean, 
when I look at it, I do not believe that in the long run you're going to be able to have a viable non-head tracking VR device, right? Because There's no way. It, you'll, just, you'll get people sick. The, the motion sickness stuff is too big a problem. And all you got to do is try it. You try a non-head tracking one, and you go, wow, this is kind of cool. You try one like the Vive or the head tracking Rift, and you go, oh, my God. This is a, I mean, it feels like you are there. My sister owned a DK2 for a while, and it was like, I, I had a lot of problem with the screen door effect. Yeah. Like, that was a personal yeah, sticking yeah. point for me. Um, but it was a, it's a thing where, they, they, there was a trailer recently that uh, Steam released. Yeah. Or not Steam, Valve released for the Vive. Are that is Valve the, the same thing? Which <laughs> is the closest yeah. I've ever seen to someone representing VR in a 2D space. But it still doesn't do it. Until you put on one of those headsets and you see it for yourself... It is not comparable. Speaking of that, has everyone here tried VR? Because I know I have not. I, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have not. I was afraid like to. Yeah. Like both of them, so. I would like to. I would like to add for anyone, even people at home, if you have not tried VR, at least spend fifteen dollars, get a cardboard. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> nothing. It's nothing like the actual headsets. But when you when you put on a cardboard, even though you know there's there's like the screen door effect from the pixels. There's you know it like you have to actually fun fact at least in Unity you have to keep your uh, your VR games at a low frame rate. <laughs> or else people notice that the head tracking yeah. is bad. <laughs> uh, so, um, but uh, it's it, it you do kind of get that. Oh, this is what VR. Is, though even though, I, it though sucks, I, I would really but. tell you, I mean, the difference between good responsive head tracking and not, it's it's freaky how different it is, right? It is that like I am in a VR experience, and you are thinking about it to the wait. We, I'm in a different world. What the hell? Right? I mean, it, it, the, the, the sense of presence that you get the moment you have that real responsive head tracking is astounding. And I don't think there's going to be any device in the long run that doesn't do that really well. Yeah. Plus, it's not too hard to do. I mean, it's actually some of the same stuff we use in the Connect yeah, kind of reversed. Right, yeah. I was going to try and loop the Connect argument in VR. But um, I do have a statement in regards to you saying, like, head tracking is mandatory for VR. Do you think Valve has a step over the Oculus in the sense that it's going beyond head tracking and using full room tracking. Room yeah. tracking. So, so this is the other interesting part, right? So the head tracking is critical. But in theory, you could do head tracking without room tracking have an open environment. But in the end, if you don't do the full room environment, I think you just kind of put a cap on it, right? At some point, you're going to be a cool toy that a lot of people buy may even be successful but it's not going to become a pervasive thing without the room tracking, right? And this, this is this is where this more Kinect-like technology of being able to do depth sensing and really being able to detect where things are in your environment and relay that into the VR environment. I think that is a, an important thing in the long run. It may not be critical for this first round, but in the long run, I do think it will be. You uh, think putting a like a room is putting a cap on it? No, I, no, 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 without it. Without, think, without okay, it. Okay, but I think cap, it's yeah. the inverse. I think putting yeah. a room can like cap because like the games that have come out so far, I've seen like the job simulator for the Vive, the uh, portal uh, robot repair thing. That's in one little room, and that's specific because it's like, oh yeah, this is the max that the Vive can reach. Have, Oculus, you can walk around the whole world. What are you gonna do in the Vive? Ha, okay, have, have you seen the um, the the demo that is a. It's a Vive demo about retrieving, your, stamping your job application in an office full of robots. Yes, I've seen that, but that is like... Well, you're, you're cheating, yes, but you're still able yeah. to move in the environment, and that's better than not. I would... In uh, an Oculus, yeah. you're stuck in a chair. Has, has anyone like, here something? played an open game 
that is with an Oculus where you can't move. See, I, I, well, I mean, right. with all of this, right, you're always going to have arguments over this. And ultimately, the only way to figure this out is to actually try and make a bunch of these experiments, experiment with them, and see what really works. Yeah. And so, I mean, if only we had somebody who was willing to actually put in the time and effort to figure out what really worked for players in this. I mean, I mean, do you know anybody who might be willing to go down this path and do... I don't know, Ben. How about you? Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Go you guys are going to be game yeah, designers. Yeah. This is hand. your job. Yeah, yeah this is... This is a so I'm really I, I expect, so I expect you, you by the next five to ten years, I expect all of you guys right here at this table to have solved these VR problems. Awesome. Okay. Oh, I want to talk to you about that. Challenge. Well, personally, I feel like that, virtual I, I want, reality I wanna, I, should, uh, okay. like, the one drawback with the Rift deck I've seen besides, yes, of course, like, not being able to move mm-hmm. much at all is, <laughs> like, having to use, uh, like, like you guys were talking about, the Kinect uh, thing. With controllers. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. Right, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Control using a controller or a keyboard. It's, it just. I, I feel like well, it's not as immersive. Sensor gloves and all this. I mean, there, there's yeah. lots of things you can do. But but this yeah. is. It's not solved, right? I mean, we, yeah. we we are at the true beginning of this, right? And so it's going to be a lot different five years from now, ten years from now. Yeah. But when I say you know somewhat jokingly, you guys are going to solve it, and obviously not all of you may go down that path. But actually, yes, you are exactly the type of people. Yeah. Who it could be very different so, depending on um, how IBM Japan goes about it. Yeah. <laughs> one, one thing before we get too far from the subject. Uh, another thing to consider when it comes to Vive versus Oculus versus PS4 is the room thing in a negative sense. Right. Anyone who buys the Vive yep. has to have enough space to run the games they want to play. Kinda there like are already games with space requirements. Right. So it's like, you know, that's a, that's a rough thing to sell. but you know, it's I, like, I would even argue that um, the room scale, unless you have a 50 foot by 50 foot uh, like building where you can pretty much walk anywhere you want, yeah. then you pretty much have the same constraints right. that sitting down is. Because even in games, I, I, the, the one game I played at PAX, which you could move around even though you're sitting still, you used a joystick on a Wii num nunchucks, uh, <laughs> and it, it felt like I was sitting in a chair hovering everywhere. So with the Rift, you're walking around the entire wasteland. Vive, what are you going to do, walk well, five by five in the wasteland? Well, the thing well, is, you even walking fully, right, you, people have made Vive games where you stand up and you use a joystick to move around, right. and then you can walk around. But in either, you have to... As a designer, you have to figure out how to deal with your movement yep. constraints. I mean, the only difference is your movement constraint is goes from zero feet to five feet. But still, if you're going to make anything other than five feet, you got to solve it. Either put the player in a mech, put them on a boat, do something. But you can't have them walk around anyway. A, a mech game? Cockpits. Yeah, ca- a mech game would be pretty tight. Cockpit. Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, God, but I mean, th- but these are problems I mean, to solve. I mean, even when you look at once the Oculus Rift got released, just in that short period of time, I've seen two VR injuries come up on my Facebook feed of people going, "It's like, so I did something kind of stupid in VR, yeah. <laughs> in- twisted their knee, did those. It's gonna one, be a problem. Twist your knee. Well, okay, what one, one, I don't know what, what they I were thinking doing. to create movement would be with when you're talking about the uh, if it's noticing your your movement, or you could just have like some sort of uh, uh, like ankle braces or something, and if you move your legs yeah, up and down, yeah, it, it says you 
you're moving forward, but and if you like, or the kick your leg back, the Omni already, already exists. People, have yes. an oh. event. Like, people just combine the Rift and the Omni, and there five hundred to seven hundred dollars for a yep. omnidirectional treadmill. I wore the prototype. That was a jank. Also, don't forget. Apparently, the shoes sometimes are sold. Like I know, I don't know about it anymore, but I remember looking at it a long time or ago. The shoes were sold separately, and those stomping. are pretty expensive shoes. So, so I, I do, I do have to go here shortly. So, uh, all so right. Okay, so this is the Virtuex Omni. Oh yeah, that thing. But of course, all those things will get better over time too. Right. But but so I, I do I do have to go soon. But uh, you guys, uh, so so obviously big fans of Valve overall and all this. You know who oh, Robin yeah. Walker is. No. The name sounds, name familiar. sounds familiar. So, so he, he's one of the designers at Valve, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so he's on our, our PAC uh, media, committees where he's an advisor to the game design degrees. And so part of what I want to do is if you have a question for you know, a designer mm-hmm. at Valve, right, as Robin Walker is, I can go ask him this when we have the meeting in a few weeks. Does he know how to count I might be able to get him on his graph, but really what yeah. I want for you guys is what's the question, one question, just one, right, that you want me to ask him? Wait, oh, as like a consensus, wait, like, like right, right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right now? Consensus. Okay. Figure it out. Okay. Half-Life 3, yes or no? I always do the Half-Life 3 question. That's mandatory. He's going to ask that himself. What about Portal 3? Well, that might... I don't know. One of the good questions would be like, where is the cusp of like... Because like Portal is the thing that got me into DigiPen. Because Portal through Valve through DigiPen. Where is his cusp? Where is the cusp of Valve where they're like, okay, I don't want to give us our back of the drop lane into Portal. They Valve gave them a good amount of freedom, enough to where they can make their own thing, and if it was successful, it was profit. But enough that if it flopped, they didn't get too hurt. Right. Where is the cusp of how much are they going to give freedom to other people, like in their community? I think Valve just rolls. Well, yeah. Well, so, so <laughs> yeah, the, th- the thing light. is, Valve grows very, very slowly, deliberately, right? Mm-hmm. And so. When they do things internally, they don't have the same type of structure you think of in a normal company. Right. Uh, they they exactly. are very unusual. So even to say, you know, how much leeway will they give people? If you even ask someone like Robin, it's like you probably can't even answer that question because it's like, well, it depends. I mean, no, nobody has to get approval to do things at Valve. It's not how it works. I mean, you can see Gabe Newell at one point in an interview has this thing where they're saying, you know, the, the guy's asking, you know, Gabe, it's like, well, why doesn't Valve do this? Why this? Like, and Gabe's going, yeah, we should absolutely do that. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, we, man, yeah, I wish we could do that. And he's like, wait a minute, don't you? Don't you run Valve? It's like <laughs> I can't get people to do that. They don't agree with me. It's like it, Valve doesn't work I, like I saw a normal the Valve company. handbook, and there was they described how Valve was run, and it was like a straight line, yep. and then Gabe Newell at the top, and then the guy that gets coffee. Right. <laughs> See, that's, that's the joke for it. So yeah, do we have a general question? Actually, I think I think my question would probably be something along the lines of like, where. I know probably, since we do since we've been talking about VR for this entire thing now, like where does Valve see VR? Go? Yeah, like where does yeah. Valve see VR going, and what steps will at least they try to take to at least here's push here's it a here's forward. a question I want to hear answered. Okay, it's it's an extension of your sure. question. Okay, what kind of new genres are you looking at coming out of VR? All right, okay. geez, that's cool. Because that's, especially VR is Robin's a, complete, a designer too. So yeah, that's a, that's so a completely yeah. new peripheral. It's completely new design. With these constraints, what do you see coming out of this? Because we're, in, for instance, a traditional FPS, because of the way we position the gun or the way we design combat and stuff, doesn't work one to one. Right. So what's 
do you see that's new? New genres, uh, new evolutions? Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, so I'll ask Robin this, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about VR at the meeting anyway. Hmm. And so I'll, I'll ask Robin this, Just and, to I'll, check. That's and I'll a good get the answer for back for you. Yeah. 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 I'll see right. you right. Since we only have one, I wanted to double check. I've never met him in person, no, actually. Okay. Do you have time for one more question to ask you? Okay, one more. Where do you see VR going? So... I think we're going to see an initial burst where it's going to be, be real popular for a second, but it's going to fall short of being the mass market thing that everyone wants, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a bit of a, a, oh, VR was a big fad, and then the bubble burst, and so see, VR is gone now. But in reality, it won't be, right? Because right, because v- VR, VR will get here. And, and all you got to do is use a Vive or use the latest Oculus Rift or something to realize it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This is something here. I mean, this is this is cool. This is the coolest thing I've ever And so done. I don't I don't think it'll necessarily be viable in the big commercial sense for at least a couple of years. Maybe at the outside five. I mean, if you but drop the price, maybe. This is the thing. It'll get cheaper. Price it will. And so once it gets cheaper, I think it'll become a very common thing. Guys, it's common in what did you say? Five five years? Yeah. Wait, we're graduating what? Four years? <laughs> hey! All right. Um, I guess with that. Uh, Thank you. I, I gotta Thank go, you. but it is great being on the podcast for it. Uh, love talking to you guys. Can't wait to see you guys get here in the yeah. fall. And you can't know. wait to take classes with you. Yep. Yeah. And, and you well, will. Well, you're, you're not directly <laughs> teaching. <but laughs> no, actually, you will have me for a freshman class. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And so, so you, you say this all now, but you know, halfway through the semester, you're not going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Never come back to the podcast. That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, like we said before, thank you so much, Ben, for coming thank out. You, thank We're going to take a short break. Uh, you know, do our Anthony hit the stuff. button. I'm hitting the button. <laughs> the button. All right. Pause or stop. Pull stop. the pause. lever. Stop. Okay. Stop. Recording. I'll edit the. We're the, talking. This, you're, you're, yeah, you're recording. Up, up. You know. Anyway, what? so probably Ben was fantastic. Wait. Okay. Well, what? We're not starting yet. <laughs> Three. Okay. Two. two one. Mark. We don't even have to do yeah. that. We don't. You know, it's amazing. It what? feels bad to not. Do it. <laughs> yeah. And we're in worse things too because there's no. Like, yeah. yeah. No, there's literally no point to do it. But we won't have weird audio compression issues. <laughs> Not looking at anyone, Josh. <laughs> Josh. Okay. So that joke anyway, doesn't work if people can't ben see me. I did cool. a visual joke. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's reintroduce it. ourselves just because there were so many voices last time. True. Okay, I'm Leland. I'm a BAGD. Aaron BAGD. Yep, that one. <laughs> I am Jess BFA. I'm Anthony. Uh, I'm an RTIS. Kai, I'm BSGD. Uh, Josh, uh, CSGD. Um, yeah, so... So, Ben, who was on here before, is the director of me, Aaron, Leland, and Josh's programs, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. He is awesome. I love him. I, I know... That was did great. he speak when you guys went and, like, went to your rooms? He was in my room. He was in my room. We had the, yeah, we had the yeah. freshman teacher of a lot of BAGD yeah, courses. Yeah, we had okay. Jeremiah, who was... All, Jeremy, not Jeremiah. <laughs> Um, who was also really cool. Guy was yeah. dope. I mean, yeah. probably not as cool as Ben, like we had, but I mean, <laughs> right. uh, you know. Fight, I mean, fight, fight. The, the, fight. the like, person that was in the RTIS room is phasing me right now purely because I have a headache, but I'm, he was fantastic. Uh, he was he was really, really awesome. How's your show? you? Uh, Jasno for the BFA. How was, yeah. How was, How was that? I didn't hear much what? about... Ellie. What? Ellie? For... Ellie. For RTIS? Oh, that's That voice of you guys can hear in the background is director of... Black Director of admissions is off to the side because we're not supposed to be in this building. Had like kind of an accent. It was red shirt. She doesn't work here, apparently. Anyways. There was Ellie. 
It was Elliot, and you're dumb. Okay? Yeah, that Anyways, was, it's, it's, it's not, not that important. important. The guy that's We've got schedules. What are we doing? <laughs> okay, it's not that important. But anyway, anyway yeah, it was if anyone cool. hasn't gotten the theme yet, we're talking about the day we had here. For anyone that's listening to this that doesn't go to DigiPen, which... Why aren't you? Who are you? <laughs> how did you find this? Yeah, how did how did you find this if Maybe you aren't a cohort? But anyway, just looking we're on talking about the the preview, not preview date, the accepted student open, open house. house. Yes, we're in the aftermath. It's it's kind of over, but we're still here. Yeah, yeah, we're still in the building. We're practicing for when we're DigiFund students and have to be in here till like twelve. Okay, I don't think we'll be in this room till twelve. We'll be upstairs, but yes. Yeah. I'll just do it in Edison. So, yeah. How was everyone's day in general? Like, it you want to go in an order from Leland, then to me, then well, yeah, me, me, circle, me and yeah. Okay. okay, let's do it backwards because we didn't introduce right. and did yeah. stuff that way. So let's okay. start with Josh. Okay, so honestly, I think my I think my time here is pretty cool. I definitely think the best part about this was the cafe at lunch because first off the cafe was freaking great you had pizza slices the size of entire freaking paper plates it had mac and cheese on it and I, bacon oh my i had God. a calzone a vegetable calzone i didn't finish it but it was I'm amazing it was a dumb idea to have that mac and cheese pizza but it was worth it <laughs> how, are you, how are you feeling now <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll take the silence i'm suffering but i'm suffering it's so it hurts but it's so good it's not, it's so much So I stopped, so I still ate it. You I ate that whole I, thing. I, Don't worry. <laughs> I ate that whole thing. Um, but, yeah. The food Cat is good. good. 10 out of 10. I've had... Yeah, honest, honestly, like the it, like the food wasn't even the best part. It was literally just meeting, finally meeting everyone IRL, which was amazing. Like, what about you, Kai? I mean, it was fun except for the part that I was excluded from a couple of things. So, a couple of things because I'm not accepted yet. I have just applied like last week, and it was kind of funny how. All of a sudden, I'd be the parent, and they'd be telling me how my student is going to have a fun time here. And I'm like, really? I hope I do. <laughs> why, did, why didn't you just sneak in? Yeah, I'm just... I'm, uh, yeah. You could have She's right in. there. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's cool. You the lady who decides if I come here is telling me not to be here, so I'm going to listen to her. She doesn't decide. <laughs> she about, just said she doesn't you, decide. Anthony? Oh, okay. My day was fantastic. As someone who kind of entered this school... Um, Dreaming about it for four and a half plus years and never being here before and still, not still, but was somewhat undecided. My parents are a different topic, but <laughs> I was undecided when I arrived here. Um, I'm going to convince the hell out of them. <laughs> you you know, already have other people's you, you parents know, in the I've army. Whole, oh. I've got a whole thing for my, that I used on my parents because I'm all the way from Boston. So. Oh, yeah. yeah, my mom My mom apparently was going to town on your parents. Yeah, I, heard, I, I was, remember, that. I was there with the parents. Your mom was instantly walked up. How'd you like it? It's really good here. And just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. Parents' mom is the offensive. Yo, you gotta, like, pay her. She's, she's selling the deal. Well, I told my mom, I'm like, I'm like, you know, even if, like, your parents came here and... I, I, from what I heard, your dad's kind of like whatever, and it's more your mom that really yeah. wants you to go to RIT. But uh, when, uh, by the way, just don't go there, please. They bothered with me too with too many spam emails. <laughs> so I don't yeah. want them to have okay, anybody so who's good. <laughs> on the topic of colleges bothering you with spam emails, so full sale. Oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, full sale. Anyway, okay, we should we should get back I to you. Let's talk about that at the at the end. But okay. first, let's talk about what your day was like. Okay. So Outside of lactose intolerant pizza. Besides my uh, my, I besides the fact that I poisoned myself. Self destructive behavior. <laughs> uh, so I'm a BFA student, so I did the whole 
we did the whole BFA thing. So I've been here and I was in there actually in this room. It wasn't true. What was the BFA thing? Okay, so they just explained the courses and stuff, but because I'm a total nerd about art, um, I was very excited the entire time. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I'm sure if you were sitting in our game design description, you would be just like, what? But we were like, hype! My mind would have flattened. The basic, the, the thing I know about coding is, uh, with flash action action script. And we we said game. I said game design, you know, not I, coding. You know, I just want to point out yeah. action script is really impressive if you know action script. I've action really script is completely confusing. It's easy. What do you mean? <laughs> Compared to all the other programming oh languages, it's like easy. what is this thing? It's, it's just input output. It's it's pretty simple. Oh, but it's so garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried it's it. Garbage. It's like I'm like I was like, what is action? Okay, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Flash games, like, it's pretty damn easy. Like, I've made tons of Flash games, but not recently because my Flash is broken on me and I need to re-download it, never gotten around to it, but <laughs> essentially... Classic. Yeah, also, Flash. Flash is just straight up yeah, a mess. Flash, Flash <laughs> has ended on everything, so it's, it's a dying thing, so... And it's right. actually so, it's a mess. That's why HTML is coming up. Yeah, can I, I want to see, how is your up? day? I want to see the difference okay. between how is a BAGDs <laughs> and how is a BSG. Okay. Although, just, just as preface, Aaron was like... Super, 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 super hyped. Oh, I'm really hyped. Yeah. We all? I'm even more yeah. hyped. But no. Essentially, I, I walk in, right? And so, for everyone that couldn't make it, the first thing we got was a uh, talk from the president and founder of DigiPen. You guys Dude, did. We, we, we had the bingo first in the other room. Okay. Oh, I won bingo, by the way. Yeah. I even accepted. He, his, his talk was awesome, but it seems like everyone that is at the top of this school is like... Trying to basically scare out the weak ones. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh, you're I not mean, sure if you want to be here. Then don't out. come. Like, <laughs> just out. don't do it. It's you oh, probably totally. will end up having a bad time. Just don't do it in the first place. And then when we went, when we went, he, into, he, he was being I, kind of at this point though. He was being kind of friendly about it. He was like, yeah. "You've already been accepted. You probably researched this. We yeah. welcome you. Have a good time." And you guys been to the open house uh, before now. Yeah. Like, no. Oh, because I did, and he had this, like, he went on for, like, at least a good ten minutes about how the school's a lot tougher mm-hmm. than what most people expect. Right. This is yeah, not what you want to do. You need to get out. Yeah. He said in the beginning more. of his speech for me, like, yeah. oh, yeah, I, 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 we I'm were gone, we've gone through oh, the threats before, but yeah. now there since you're already accepted, I'm going to low, I'm going to... Like dim Lower them down a little bit because yeah. you and guys then got he was still you know, kind of threatening. Um, yeah. Well, anyways, but actually, I think yeah. the quote what he said when you go to an interview where there are other yes. students from other yes, universities, I want you to flatten them. When they find oh, out that you're from DizzyPen, I, I want the other candidates to get up and leave. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I heard that. That was like this I was just about to say that. God. <laughs> but, but anyways, um, when we. Anyways, when we when we went into the BAGD, uh, we kind of got the same thing where uh, Jeremy, yeah, Jeremy, um, Jeremy basically said, "Okay, I'm gonna cut it straight to you. The BAGD program is one of the hardest to get into, and that's only because we know everyone is going to leave because it's hard." And we're all like, "Oh, okay." Um, cool. And then he's like, oh, by the way, just to reiterate that this is one of the hardest ones to go into. Congratulations. <laughs> and we're all like, hype, 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 hype. <laughs> okay. So hype level is at, at whispering right now, okay? And then he's like, why are you here? And then everyone's like, oh, I'm here to make games. Oh, I'm here to make stories. Oh, I'm here to create experiences. And he's like, yeah, okay. So we're going to go past all the fluff. You're here to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, 
I like this guy going Speaking straight to the <laughs> money. You know, Speaking hype level is now at yes. a quiet talking hype, 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 to, hype. To okay. explain me, this is both me and Aaron's experience. We were in the same room. Yeah. And then, oh, we were doing the same thing, yeah, basically. So, and, then, and then he goes Aaron on. Aaron and Leland were conjoined at the hip. Yeah. And then basically, uh, he goes on to just start talking about we why uh, game, like what we're going to be doing in game design and why people choose game design and what game design is going to be doing. And with each thing he's saying, where he's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be, I want you to inspect systems, not just game systems. Look at your, your, your Supermart. And it, like, like why, why are the cereal, why is the cereal aisle laid out like it is? And for at least me and Leland, the people that are already BHDs and have already been thinking about this, we're like, hi, 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 Like, I've done that. And especially I work for in a me, grocery I look store. at cereal aisles. It, it, was, it was a big revelation to me, and I was so happy when I realized why the family-sized cereal boxes are at eye height. It's true. <laughs> oh. It's true. And, you know, there's all these design things where, as he's talking about it, you know, you see the parents behind them going behind us going, oh, I've never thought about this. And all the design people going, hi, 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 hi. Like, we're like, yes, our it was, people have Okay, finally. it was the only, like, group speech I was in today. Not a whole lot that I was in today, but it was the only one today where after every, like, three or four sentences, someone in the crowd would say something, and he would just keep riffing off of it. He was completely just this sort of, like the coolest it, cool teacher you have ever had i don't know about your like guys as speakers but he, ours whoever, again ben I, was it, my it, speaker so was fantastic it's he his was, name is on that paper you yeah, have right next it to you says it's, it was ellie as it says on the paper yeah, and as right. the person yeah. we yeah. have you said direct it was short, source. It short. Uh, well, I, i'm taller than him <laughs> <laughs> anyway sorry sorry for the silence anyways i'm only five four so everything's <laughs> oh, did you see the guy that was 6'8"? Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's a guy here that he was I like mean, a I'm little helper. He was 6'8". I probably couldn't see him over everyone. Of, uh, the fact that I couldn't yeah. see over everyone else's heads. Yeah. I just want to ask, like, did he actually talk about, like, schedules and credits and stuff? Because I know Ben, yes. his a main thing bit. was yeah. talking hey, oh, a little bit. His literally, he Not had two much. big boards of projectors with semester one, semester two, what you are taking, how many credits. And it's just phenomenal to me, phenomenal to me that my college I go to now, unnamed, I don't want to bash something. <laughs> Uh, the credits all together for one for two semesters there. The we lost a bit of audio here due to some technical issues. We're sorry for the inconvenience. But if it makes you mad, blame Anthony. We're going to cover some of the, the scheduling and stuff in this discussion, but the first thing he said is like, actually, all that stuff is on the internet. So, oh, like, yeah. when what's he the was point? Like, yeah, he was so, on the Digimon website. When, when, yeah. when, when our guy was talking, he was like, uh, so, if, you know, if you look at your course list, and if you haven't, it's, like, online, do it. <laughs> and then he, like, stopped talking about course list, because he's like, I'm pretty sure anyone that's probably going to stay here for a long period of time probably already looked at the course list. So I'm just going to assume you have, and if you haven't, you'll do it. So you're fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, wait, overall, have you guys, because this is accepted student that's not enrolled. I know about Anthony I'm enrolled. I'm not. Oh, you are? Yes. If you're, are you guys not enrolled? I'm who's, enrolled. who's not enrolled? You? I'm not. I'm enrolled. I'm not. I am already enrolled. I have not decided on Digipen yet. I am deciding on another college at the moment. I am. Okay. I, are you, are if you I get accepted, I'm coming here. So I'm basically I already went to the last month. Also, can I point out? If Josh doesn't go to Digipen, I'll be the official host. I reign supreme. Anthony. I'll just edit your voice out like I am going to do the job. none of you, girl. No. The people who are already enrolled will just drop out. Yeah, I'm already going. 
I it, didn't it apply kind of, anywhere I mean, else. I, I mean, if I don't go here, I'm, I'm stuck at Mass Art, so... I, I would also like to... Okay, so... I, I guess not also, but um, other thing that happened today, which actually happened uh, before this thing we just talked about, uh, the um, activities fair. What did you guys oh, yeah. spend most of your time at? Oh, the resource at? fair? Yeah, the resource yeah. fair. I, I didn't really do a whole thing. lot. I, like, went up and down. One at a stop. time, people. <laughs> Let's go with Leland. Okay, I didn't do a whole lot there. I went up and down all the tables and talked to the people there. It seemed like about half the tables were, maybe not half, maybe more like a third, were, like, local companies and stuff like that yeah. who were, wanted to be associated with the school, which is fine. And it partially because it's a weekend or maybe it's because a busy week or something. I don't know what the schedule is right now for the enrolled students already. There weren't a whole lot of clubs and things, which is probably the things I would be yeah. most interested in. The ones who were there were great. I had good conversations, especially with the people who did the uh, storytelling through games Can writing the club. club. That was like the zombies. Outbreak. Outbreak. Yes. Oh my God, so that's actually this. for anyone that didn't know. That's not just a thing that happens at Digipen. That's it. Like a lot of college. Yeah. Digipen does it better. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Wait, guys, I guys. Call, like I went to a speech. Not again. Not naming names of colleges. And the, the guy was explaining it. I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then I heard about DigiPens. I'm like, oh, they have it too. I come here and then the students explain it. I'm like, yeah, no, nope. Like, okay, guys. Insert the picture of the cat breathing heavily. Um, Daniel wanted to say something. Well, actually, most colleges have humans versus zombies. We have Outbreak. And Outbreak is actually made and designed by our students. Dope. Oh, that nice. sounds amazing. Okay, put the mic back down. <laughs> And mic loud clicking that. noise. Loud. Just drop that mic. Mic drop it. Wow. Okay, that drop probably it. didn't make too much okay. noise. Drop that mic. I know it was um, nice. What did you go see, Jess? I went to a bunch of stuff. I signed up for several clubs because I wanted the free stuff they were giving. Um, <laughs> so, huh, what did I do? I, I'm, I got all the stickers and everything. Still didn't win an Amazon card. I'm pissed. <laughs> uh, Garrett did. See, I signed up, I think it was for Prism or something like that. Yeah, it's Prism. Though. Yeah, it was yeah. Prism. And um, I signed up for that, I think, or no, not that one. I don't know. There was the, the Diversity Club. I signed up for either that or that. I don't remember. I will probably do both. Honestly, I want to be able to not have to just use the meal, get the meal cards from the clubs and don't. <laughs> Anyways. So. I want to get all the meal cards yeah. from the clubs, honestly. I don't think um, I'm I mean, to to, to clarify, idea. they openly stated that if if you attend um, a club on a regular basis, there's probably some kind of attendance requirement or some sort. It's a sign of paper. It, yeah, attending a, a club and being involved in it will earn you a free meal ticket at the on uh, each visit. Yes. Which means if you do Woo! seven visits a a week, <laughs> you can. You can Club your way into free food. Okay. How, okay. How are you going to find the time for that? We don't you do, do work in the club. Anyway. You got your laptop, and everyone's like, oh, let's do game. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let me finish this. Okay. Anyways, club. Anthony. But anyway, um, there is a homework club. There is a homework club. Yeah, I was kind of in line with Leland. I kind of bounced around everyone, saw everything. I, saw, I did yeah. sign up for yeah, a couple I got clubs. I signed up for quite from the a group few clubs. I just want to state that I'm standing there at Outbreak getting, like, instructions. And this mob of people <laughs> slowly approaches me. They're like, yo, Anthony, what's up? Get over here. And I, then I'm stolen away and bought downstairs. To, to explain the mob, um, I went down. There were two sections. There was above, there was the uh, 
the resource, resource fair. fair, and below, down in this very room, uh, there wa- they were taking photos for ID badges, uh, and I was sitting here talking to a bunch of people, and um, I, I, I was sitting here, and then we'd all been sitting there talking, and I was like, yo, Anthony's not here, and Josh isn't here. There's a bunch of people that aren't here. Let's all go find them and talk and do hang out and stuff. So I got everyone to stand up and just lead a mob <laughs> and just start assimilating people yeah. into the blob. Like, oh, hey, Anthony, you're with us now. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, kid. Literally, it's agar.io. Yeah. Agar.io, the club. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So that, that happened to Anthony. Kai, what'd you go to? Uh, once again, I'm not an accepted student, so you guys went at different times, so I went with the parents. So uh, a lot of people looked at me and were like, what are you doing? <laughs> and also, I, w- I didn't sign a lot of things because I'm not an accepted student. So it was more like, I walked around and people were like, come to our club. And I'm like, sorry. But it was kind of cool. And I, w- I wanted to ask somebody, but nobody really gave me a straight answer or they were just busy with stuff. I want to start a club, like I said. I want to do, maybe, mm-hmm. if, if I do guys that, I want to do a speed running club because I am a huge fan of GDQ nice. and speed runs. And I actually talked to a couple people. I now have three people, four including myself, that are on, that would be on board Doing a speedrunning club if they have the time. I'll be. I'm not saying yeah, I'd be up for you dropping classes, but like if yeah. there was a speedrunning club and if you had the time, would you consider doing it? And so far, four people all together. So yeah, I would be really excited about that. But I don't know how to start a club, and no, I was trying to ask people, but they're um, either like, oh well, yeah, this is how you start a club, they, or an hour club. We'll <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. They they stated um that. There was paperwork in one of the in the early parts. They stated that there was a paperwork in one of the student facilities. A certain number of signatures. I saw that, but that's the only thing I heard about. Okay, Josh. The uh, the gorilla advertising of the Cage a Week Club. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yes. yeah! The cage a week. Watching one Nicholas Cage movie a week. Uh, I'm doing amazing. that. I'm so I, I love. Okay, so um, <laughs> yeah, Josh. Our, before before okay. we devolve into chaos, Josh, yeah. you go. Uh, so the clubs I went to, I went to Outbreak, I went down and checked out the Pokemon Club, which I was like, oh man, you guys do competitive Pokemon tournaments? Because I actually do. Oh, I like, think I signed up for that too. I actually. actually do some competitive Pokemon stuff, and meanwhile, Kai is taking my icebreakers. Like a <laughs> punk. Steal the icebreakers. Take all the icebreakers. True. <laughs> no, like, I went to the Pokemon Club, which was fun. Uh, I turned, turned over to the other club I, I checked. Um... There was one before, and then I'm walking up, and I see from the corner of my eye, like, oh, what's this? And I was like, a bunch of hearts by it. Sexual awareness level, like, oh, okay, that, that's interesting that you guys actually do that. And then I walked away, because I was like, oh, you know, I, you I know, know exactly. And it's good that you guys have that. In, but in relation. I was told by some of the people, even some of the people, I'm not going to name people, in the cohort chat, that it is a club where you learn how to bang. And I'm like, I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> no, and I'm, I, I no. And, I'm, and they're like, like the, no, we talked like about I kinda it. Over, I kind of overheard, like, the the girl who was talking about, like, oh, we talk about, like, you know, like, male contraceptives and BDSM. And I'm like, okay, I'm... You know, that, that's, 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 good. Like, I'm out. that's actually what I want to talk about, what I did. Because I, I, I did what all of you guys do. I might have to kink shame that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to do what... I did what all of you guys do, which was hop around. I also got really excited when I found out there's a rock climbing gym. Oh, ten yeah. minute and walk I away. I was like, oh. I got a free day. And it, yeah, yeah, I did expired. too. Did you get it? Because yeah, it expires in a month. Yeah, so just take us. I told him like I don't know if my friends did it, and he's like, all right, just tell them to do it. I got one. And I told him I'm from New York. I can't do it in a month. He said, tell your friends to do it. Just take a pen, write on the back. Expires five like a month, a year from now. He did that yeah. to mine. And he's like, it, it's fine. Just do that, and then it will still count for okay. a year from now. Okay. So, so um, I I'll, I'll do that. I'll uh, remind you later. But. I actually, I saw the sexual health uh, and awareness booth, and I looked at it, and it's this this bubble. 
okay, where everyone is purposely walking to avoid, not just avoiding, like, t- like standing in front of the table, it's they actually walked, like, a good three feet not around the, the table so that the people wouldn't say hi to them, because they didn't want to be, so I was like, okay, I feel bad for these people because no one's talking to them, That's so I went I up and I was like, hey guys, like, how's it going, right, and they're like, hi. We promise we're not the sex club. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was like, I was like, I assumed not. I just thought I might be that one guy that talks to you. And then I looked around. There was one girl that like looked like she, I don't know, like I don't, I don't want to judge, but it looked like she doesn't get out a lot. And she was just sitting there like looking at me, judging me. Like, <laughs> and I was, I looked at her. And I was like, What's she gonna do about it? Uh, but like, yeah, they're. Just, it's not like they're. It's not like they're like. Oh yeah, we just bang everybody. No, they're exactly. like. They're like. Don't get STDs. Have healthy relationships. You're all gonna be working so yeah. much. Like Brandy, learn. She told me she's like, this is not a club to teach people how to give good hand jobs. Like, okay, that's what people were telling me. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's about like having a genuine relationship with someone while also working your ass off yeah. Yeah. for 40 hours a yeah. week, 60 also, hours like, a week. That, you mentioned BDSM. That probably yeah. came up because they include how to be safe with stuff like oh, that. Okay. Yeah, like, it, like it's about not screwing things up because you're a dumb college student. She told me, yeah. she was like, yeah, we do talk about things like that. And if we're not, we don't tell you how to have better sex, but we do tell you situations where it's like, oh, yeah, talk to your partner, be communicating. And in return, you probably will have better sex and stuff. So that is overall just... I guess what people were mistaking for, oh yeah, this is how you, this club is teaching how to give like a good hand job, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but then also, another club that I was actually looking at too was that gym, and that uh, there's two that, gyms there. That gym is the club. But I know, yes. but he, they were there, and that gym actually looks pretty good. But I asked, and I was like, do you have like a boxing type thing? And he said they were considering it, but not yet, and that kind of made me suspicious. If- I was, yeah, I was like. Are you telling me this just because, like, yeah, come here. We're thinking about a boxing club. Or is it like, no, we're not doing a boxing club. I'm just telling you so you come here. <laughs> I Overall, know. the rock climbing I'm hyped for rock climbing. very good. Yeah. I am just intruding right now just so everyone knows. We have four minutes before we're going to come. Uh, yeah, I know. All I right, so, well, quick, if we're cutting this, then I, I think we got most of the day off, except for some of the general stuff. Yeah, if anything, we'll probably, like, honestly, we'll probably find some place to, like, write about our experience. If we really wanted to, and then just, like, I guess, where would we post it? And at the very least, anybody who was at this event is probably completely willing to talk about it. At the very least, I think everyone here on the podcast is willing to talk about it and answer questions if we can. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Yeah, just talking about the day. But um, but anyways, uh, let's wrap up with our two. I guess I guess we'll do the two in one. What have you been playing this week? And can't let it go. What what have you just been obsessing over lately? We'll start Anthony to the right. What am I obsessing over lately? This goddamn school. Uh, That's (laughs) right, guys. Just want to say something quickly because um, the thing was going to be ended because I was being picked up, but we're Mm -hmm. good. We're good. I've oh, got an extra right. 20 minutes. Oh, so we got time? We've got time. Oh, okay. So let's... No, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, we don't? No time? What? When do we have, do we have time? I don't care, but your parents... Yeah. Okay, so let's... let's. That means we don't have to speed through it. We'll minutes, so like... So let's do then just what have you been playing, and we'll talk about obsessing at the very end. What have I been playing lately? I've been playing... Honestly, a lot of League of Legends, I'm not going to lie. I think I said on, like, the first uh, podcast. That's a very loose term of saying a yeah, lot. But what, else right? have I, what else have I been playing, Kai? Absolutely nothing. I've been trying to get to this college. 
like the most played game in probably the past like couple weeks or so would be League of Legends. Um, I'm trying to like learn how to not be absolutely terrible at the game. But, um, Pro tip, you're always terrible at games like that. Yeah. It's just a question no, of how no, terrible. No, I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> if you can find a bad person, I'm like, if you could find the worst person at League, Me. I'm worse than you. Think, than you. you think no, you're yeah. bad at League? Try learning Counter-Strike. Then oh, you no, know I the did, level God, of I entrance did. bad. Like, <laughs> they, like, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't get into Counter-Strike. You should get into Counter-Strike. Ton of fun, really good, but the learning curve is pretty much a straight cliff, and then you <laughs> yeah. suck. Have you ever okay? tried to like, Dwarf Fortress as a learning wall? Oh, God. <laughs> What's the name of the best player in the world? He was in the news the other day. He's on Team Fanatic. He's like, over troll for something. Oh, I was looking at a video of him and, like, videos of his gameplay, and, like, and he's on Team Fanatic. And, oh my god, his reaction speed, somebody won't even be around the corner and they'll already shoot them in the head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Part I don't know, and apparently he's actually been accused of, like, yeah, you take Adderall and you take performance-enhancing drugs. And they've tested him all the time, completely clean. <laughs> That's because a ton he of people take Adderall immense. in the CSGO he's community. It's a problem. Like, oh my goodness, I can never do counter I could maybe talk about that on another podcast. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, Kai, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been trying to get a PlayStation 1 system because, like I said, I want to do speedrunning. And I recently watched a Crash Bandicoot speedrun, which Crash Bandicoot is my favorite game in the world. Like, I want to actually, maybe by the time I come here, if I get accepted, I want to get an Aku Aku tattoo on my forearm right here. Okay, that'd be dope, just I, saying. I, I, I love, I love Crash Bandicoot. It's my favorite game. It's one of the first games I ever played. It's one of the first games I got introduced to as a kid. And I've been wanting to try and find a PS1 system and the Crash Bandicoot original game, and I want to start speedrunning it. But um, before I even get the system, I am just watching the speedrun from GDQ over and over again and watching the Twitch streamers that do it and just studying it. But overall, yeah, League of Legends and Crash Bandicoot. Okay, tip. Unlike the PS2, the PS1 emulates flawlessly. Like, <laughs> it is use, exactly... What? They, they used a couple console glitches. Oh, last time I checked, a lot of console glitches run on work on yeah, the emulator. Like, yeah, well, because the, the because of how well, uh, how simplistic the PS One is, they actually emulate the hardware. Okay. It could be there might be some memory things that might not work exactly the same, but you should at least give it a shot. Well, at the I very think, least, you can look up discussions on how similar it is. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and even at the very very least, if I come here. I was told today at the library they have every console from the Atari to now, and mm-hmm. they have a lot of games also. They don't oh, have yeah. Crash Bandicoot, but I could just buy that and then rent the PS1 yeah, console. Yeah. Wait, so did you find out about renting it all? Like, could mm-hmm. I like take it back to you my can, dorm? You can't take current gen. Current gen, some we use. PS4s and Xbox Ones you cannot take home, but every oh, other one you can so take home for I a can week. You, can I use the Xbox Ones there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. Oh. They, they have TVs on trays you can roll around. Oh, wow. That's yeah. I just, okay. I mean, I have a Destiny Fire team that I play with, so on weekends. So. Josh, what you been playing? <laughs> okay, so this is really weird, at least for what I've been playing. Over, what was it? It was around, like, Sunday or Monday this week. For some reason, I was like, you know what? I'm bored. Let me go play Bloons Tower Defense 5 on Ninja oh, King. No. That's Ninja- my childhood Ninja- right I there. Went on, I went on Congregate because for some reason it wasn't taking my Ninja Kiwi pass. Where I was like, okay, screw it. So I just like made I went on my Congregate account, went through that. I was like, you know what? I'm making like no progress. And I remember that on my Ninja Kiwi account, I had I had like pretty much everything unlocked except maybe like maybe the monkey submarine stuff. Mm-hmm. So I went on Ninja Kiwi and I had like all the high level stuff. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. And so so I ended up playing some of that. And then on the plane ride to here, Washington, and throughout, you know, the day and stuff, 
I've been working. Oh, sorry. We're, we're doing a selfie. Hey. <laughs> yeah, stop. Do not acknowledge the selfie yeah, in the dude. podcast. Acknowledge the no, selfie. you just no. keep talking. Fine. It's a what secret a- podcast. Smile it's while a talking. selfie for my girlfriend, all right? Continue. Okay. Continue. Whatever. Just and I ended up booting up my, uh, long story short, my friend got me a Pokemon Emerald ROM, and he did a random, and he did like a random C to it. So, random encounters, um, the Pokemon that the trainers use are random, random TMs. Yeah. And, you know, that. So, probably the single best part of this entire playthrough so far. Early in the game, after... Actually, it's probably some midway through the game. After you get... It's still Anthony's fault. Don't blame me. Yeah, okay. real quick. Sorry. And okay. then we'll stop. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll do one last quick Look round. Look at that. Forget, forgetting about me here. Um, okay, so I have... Shoot, what have I been doing? I've been doing a lot of drawing, so it's like video game because I've been trying to get get a uh, this DigiPen scholarship, and I just kind of mm-hmm. been given all this free time. All of a sudden, I've been playing the backwards compatible Xbox games that went up, like the games have gone backwards compatible on the Xbox One mm-hmm. for the Xbox 360. So that's always cool mm-hmm. because I didn't realize my digital downloads from uh, I had my I just yeah I have all my games and I'm just yes yeah uh, they want to add more soon yeah I know like every I know, month I know, I know. almost. But uh, I want Mass Effect 2 and 3 to go backwards compatible, but they're double disc games, so it makes it weird. You excited about the Andromeda you think uh, I'm gameplay e- that's come out? I am beyond excited. Well, because my roommate <laughs> I'm my just upset college, that it's going to come Effect, out before. But he hated the Andromeda. What, what has leaked so far, he said he hates it. Why? He said that... I mean, He's I, like, oh yeah, it's like Native Americans and Christopher Columbus, except in space. I hate it. It's not even original. It sounds and dope. Like, okay. Honestly, <laughs> I, know, and I was like, I looked at it, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm, Suspicious <laughs> ringtone. Um, but um, yeah, so I, I just okay. But back on so I've been doing that. I have been playing more Fallout 4. I am level. I think I'm like almost level 160. So it's like a serious problem. You have a point. problem, Jess. Yeah. I know I have a problem. Uh, and then so since I've been here, I've been staying with some people that are YouTubers, and uh, I've been had access to a gigantic Steam library of over several thousand games. So I've oh. been playing Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Because I've never been able to play it. Fantastic game. I love it so far. I just fell asleep playing it last night because I'm from Boston and it's I've jet lagged to hell and back. And I've been playing. um, Don't complain about your sleep, please. (laughs) Leland, we all know you have bad sleep patterns, and you just need to get your life in order. That's That's not what we're talking about right now, Leland. And uh, let's see. And I've been. Yeah. Essentially, I just was playing mostly the Vanishing of Ethan Carter, and shoot, twenty minutes. Um, so that's really yeah. it. Yeah. Then, okay. Just yeah. real quick, right. I don't even want to like because I know we're I, stuck I on time. Don't even give an explanation. I, I just want to see what other games are you excited about coming out soon. I am. Dark Souls three. Dark Souls three. Dark Souls three. Dark Souls three. It comes out tomorrow. No explanation. No wait, Monday. Uh, I don't. I usually find Tuesday out about things your after they release. Size. Okay, what about you, Josh? I get Pokemon Go and Pokemon Sun and Moon! Anthony, what are you? Um, what I'm most excited? Oh, yeah. Overwatch? Okay, Overwatch? so we have two yeah. Overwatch. I'm oh, I forgot. Yeah, Overwatch is real Well, I'm excited for Dark Souls, Overwatch, oh, wait, Doom, Overwatch. everything. I'm excited for Dark Souls 3, but I don't want to get an aneurysm again. <laughs> I, I, Did you I literally get an aneurysm from a Dark Souls oh, game? Right. No, Super okay. Mario. So, I'm making sure you didn't literally get Okay, so... Anyway, before we wrap it up, let's do Can't Let It Go, where you just talk about something you've been obsessing for the past week-ish since that's the last time we recorded. We'll start with Jess. Uh, okay, so PAX East. I'm okay. from Boston. I'm 
not, I literally live not that far from the convention center, so it's my fourth year going to PAX East. I'm the ticket master, but I'm not going to say why. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah, we'll talk about my uh, my ticket skills some other time. But um, so essentially, PAX East is is the week after next. So, woo! I'm very excited. Um, it's whole, I, I don't know if this is going to be my last PAX East too, because I'm going to DigiPen, and I'm going to have to do like. Pax West now, so Pax Prime. Pax. Calling it, they're calling it Pax, Pax, Pax West now. West I thought there was a Pax West and a Pax Prime. No, I heard there's Pax, calling Pax, Pax, Pax Dev and Pax West. It's okay. because Pax East has gotten bigger, so it's no longer Pax Prime. It's more like, oh, it's that other Pax out there. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, let's let's. Aw. Sorry, we're <laughs> we got we got short on time. And both plus Digi Pen's gonna be at Pax East. Oh so yeah, that's true. Honestly, this school. I'm too excited. The hype is right. Choo 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 choo. Kai, your turn. Uh, same thing with what I've been playing recently, just GDQ, because they recently, I think only a month ago, they started, they actually uploaded their entire, like, stream, so I've just been obsessing over the all the GDQ YouTube videos with the speedruns and how to speedrun Crash Bandicoot. Okay, so, just for a little hindsight, uh, my birthday was literally two days ago, so oh, I was happy to be here. Happy birthday! I turned 17, boys. And just, Wait, really? Yeah. I oh, skipped, wow. I skipped a grid. So. Youngin. Oh, really? <laughs> Don't call me youngin, that... Oh, three of us I am almost grades. 19. All right. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah, so my birthday and also DigiPen and then also uh, new Hearthstone expansion coming out. <laughs> I'm oh always hyped yeah. So I've been stuck on Nosverse stuff again. I've been watching all the Kara no Kyokai stuff, and that's really good. Um, this school, I'm super hyped for this. Also Woo! this school. I think also, we're all on, okay, on this yeah, one. Well, yeah, I know. But also, uh, I am think this, uh, mostly I've been obsessing over my own game and how much it breaks and how much I want to just stab yeah. it in the heart. So how uh, and also, Dark Souls 3. I'm, you don't even know how excited I am. Uh, yeah, nope. Okay, and so next podcast, I saw what we're talking about. It's going to be Dark Souls 3 episode. Anyways, right. so, I think uh, just, just to finish this up, uh, I want to thank Jess and Kai for coming out. I, um, I want to become a regular request. <laughs> we'll request, get to it. Request decided. And also, big thanks to Miss Daniel Powers, our director of missions, Woo. for letting us do this podcast live for once. And, and Ben yeah. for being on your own. Oh, oh thank, thank you to Ben. Shout out. If you ever listen to this, yeah. dope. You're yeah. dope. You're and dope person. That's it. So until next week, see you. Oh, yeah, the parents in the background yes. who've been waiting for us. Anyways, thank you all. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.